Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Our side just doesn't get it. They don't fully understand what they're watching. Some days, y'all, I swear it's eerie. We are literally watching a replay of history. What we're watching is the run-up to the Russian Revolution. Google the Russian Revolution, and almost everything you'll find focuses on the years of about, yeah, 1917 to 1920. That's not the period we're at. We're in the period between about 1900 and 1917. They're using the playbook exactly. And we're not even using the right terms to describe what we're seeing. What do we call it? Smash and grab crime. Violence. Crime statistics. Explosion of crime. Explosion of murder. Record numbers of murders in terms of the increase in the United States of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's crime on its face, but that's not what it is. I want to bring this up to you because I've been pointing this out to you for a long time. How did the Russian communist communist revolution, which became the model for so many others, by the way, including for Germany's own revolution, the communists and the socialists, i.e. the Nazis, followed it to a T because it worked so well. What kicked it off? Do you remember from earlier Battleground podcast? What was it? What was the thing that became popular first. It was attacking and killing cops. That's what Marxist revolutionaries would do. Before they began killing them, they would throw acid on their faces. Ambush them and throw acid on their faces. Eventually, they were hunted. At that time, in Tsarist Russia, the authorities weren't exactly popular, and there were good reasons for it. But that's not my point. The left wing is duplicating the playbook. And they started it by demonizing cops with the plan to get the result they're getting right now. And the shocking new set of statistics proves it. We are exactly where they were between about 1900 and 1907 in the Russian Communist Revolution. Here's why. Listen to this. Ambush-style attacks against police officers, according to the National Fraternal Order of Police, is up 130% since 1907. 
since 2020. 130%. Okay, so what are ambush-style attacks? Folks, those are political attacks. They are. They're attacks based on rage, based on fake news, based on misunderstanding, based on fakely fomented division. Here are the numbers. As of November 30th, the FOP uh, records state that 314 police officers have been shot since the beginning of the year. 119 of those shootings occurred in the midst of 95 separate ambush-style attacks on officers, resulting in 28 of the total gunfire deaths. Okay, so again, an ambush attack is an attack on an officer for political reasons, for anger. Um, you know, look, we, we hate it. Cops have been killed in the line of duty since there were cops. Ambush attacks are different. These are attacks by people who an officer did not initiate contact with and had no interest in whatsoever. Some of them occur when people call 911 claiming, you know, there's a crime or something else. The officer needs to come out. They do it on purpose and then lie in wait. Other times they sneak up behind and they are ruthless. If you look at the wall on the FOP site of the officers who've been shot, it's extremely diverse. They're black. They're white. They're Hispanic. They're Asian. No mercy shown if you wear the uniform. Remember what happened next in pre-communist Russia? Companies and businesses falling all over themselves to honor and, yes, even donate to the groups doing this violence against cops. And a lot of them were like lone activists, too, kind of Antifa style almost. And that was thought to be the smart thing to do, to donate to this, to these groups. Well, they became untouchable. They couldn't be convicted in court on the rare occasion they were even ever tried for their crimes because the, the juries, the judicial system, the people were too afraid from the judges to those testifying that they themselves would be brutalized. Sound like anything you know? Notice it's gone on in America lately? Yeah, it's exactly like it. Kyle Rittenhouse is lucky that he's seen the outside of a prison. But this is not a good direction in which we're headed. It's one of total intimidation. In case you're wondering, what comes next? Oh, this smash and grab looting. Wait, we're seeing that right now, aren't we? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, we are. We're seeing the smash and grab. Folks, this is why I call it crime, not crime. We're dealing with it in terms of crime. Wow, these Dems sure aren't tough on crime, boy. No. Yes, but no. They're not tough on crime, but this is something different. Smash and grab looting by these activists was very popular during this period in pre-communist Russia because they believed that the bourgeois, which had been 
you know, empowered by the czarist regime, uh, was illegitimate, needed to go. Well, again, when you smash and grab from what effectively was the Russian middle class, you yourself are a criminal, but they were not. They escaped prosecution. And so it became, yes, a crime and a way to enrich oneself, but also a social statement. So it couldn't be touched. It was allowed to go on. And once it got to the courts, well, same thing. Intimidation, light, light hands, if any at all, and out the door they went. We just watched it happen at the end of last week. This incredible story out of L.A. Folks, this gives me the chills watching this. This incredible story out of Los Angeles where the L.A. Uh, police proudly announced that they had ca- caught four and arrested 14 members of a gang guilty of doing um, a, just a bunch of smash and grab robberies um, from about November 18th to about November 28th. So they got them, and with much fanfare, it's announced, we got them, it's great, it's everything. What? They had to let them go? Yep. Officials in, L- in Los Angeles announced Thursday with great fanfare that they'd made 14 arrests in connection with the mes- recent mass looting events in the city. But all 14 have since been released from jail either with or without posting bail because of the very lax rules there. So understand this, folks. These people didn't just do one smash and grab. This is a gang. They did it for a month. Out the door they go. The suspects arrested had stolen at least $340,000 worth of merchandise from luxury retailers, including Louis Vuitton, Nordstrom, Lululemon, Sam's Jewelers, CVS, and other retailers. It didn't matter. Do you know what's going on in Blue Areas? Do you know what this is? This is exactly what we saw in the pre-Russian Revolution. If you are a big, wealthy, or otherwise significant corporation or business entity, it becomes their right to smash and grab from you. That's what we're seeing, not the legalization of this necessarily, but the moralization of this. How bad exactly is this lawlessness? Listen to this. For me, this just nails the whole thing. From the UK Daily Mail headline, looters steal $5 million of products from 15 cannabis shops in San Francisco Bay Area in a single month. Wow. Okay, one store owner says he actually knows 25 shops that were hit, including his own, and that only about half of them will be able to reopen. This is because while cannabis is legal to sell in California, it is not federally, so they can't really get insurance. And so when they get cleaned out like this, they're, I mean, they're done. They have to figure out a way to do it. Now, listen to this stat, because this really gives you an idea of the lawlessness. I mean, no matter how you feel about pot and selling pot, I, I, like, forget that angle for a moment and just look at the lawlessness here. More than 15 cannabis shops in Oakland were robbed last month with gangs of thieves firing 175 shots in the process and stealing $5 million worth of product. This line nails it. Alfonso Tucky Blunt, owner of Blunts and More, told MJ Biz Daily that his stores lost about $25,000 during just one November 22nd raid when more than two dozen burglars ransacked the store. Listen to this. Alfonso Tucky Blunt, the owner, used to be a street drug dealer. And he thinks he'd rather go back to that. Quote, I was safer 
and had more money selling on the street illegally. Let that sink in. The irony, of course, here is that the people who sacked his store are black. So is Tucky Blunt. He's actually a conservative and a fan of Reagan. But you see the thing here. Once you get to this level, race doesn't matter anymore. You know why? Because race is just a distraction to keep you from talking about this. This is about class. This is about Marxism. This is about implementing it here. You have to, our side has got to begin to grasp the mindset of the left. This is not about being soft on crime. It's about the idea that taking other people's stuff should never be a crime. If there's one thing that crystallized it for me, it was last month in the San Francisco Examiner uh, where they tweeted and did an article. uh, The question about whether burglars who break into people's homes should, you know, be jailed or if it just should be on the on the, the onus on the homeowner to barricade their homes or if homeowners should even do that. They weren't joking. Why? They're Marxist. This is their moral system. It's not about tolerating crime. It's about the idea that all of this is everybody's. If you read the book, We the Living, and I keep encouraging people to do that by Ayn Rand, it's a book about her time living in the USSR and what she saw there. It is a work of fiction, um, but the world of the USSR she lived in is very real. She just created a character to live in it rather than you know writing it biographically. But she talks about what they would do there, and they would move people into your home. I've talked about this before. They would move people into your home. So if you had you know four bedrooms, uh, you were upper middle class, well, three other families would be moving into the bedrooms in your home and your bedroom, your family would be stuck in one bedroom. You'd all uh, use the kitchen and they'd steal your stuff, uh, beat you, terrorize you. I mean, you had no control over who was moved into your home. Can you imagine? They did this across society. And then her father, who'd owned a small pharmacy, had it seized by the party and reawarded to somebody who was in better favor with the party. This is the moral system of the left. So what we call crime is not crime to them. It's a crime to them. It is a moral wrong to deny somebody who has less what others have, whether it's their home, what's in their home, what's in the CVS store. This is a new moral system that is taking root. What comes next? Folks, And this is why the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict was such a big, big deal. I literally was on pins and needles waiting for it. What comes next? Well, they kill people. Not just cops. Nobody cared about them. They don't care about them today, and they didn't care about them in Tsarist Russia as we headed, or they headed into the Russian Revolution. No, no, no. Killings of people. Just disfavored people. Yeah, it started with cancellation because their political views were wrong. They didn't call it that then, but that's what it was. And then eventually, a band of young Marxist thugs shows up at your house, tortures you in front of your family, and maybe perhaps kills you. They killed over 20,000 that way. And the corporations went right on donating, or businesses, I guess they were at the time. And the cadet party, the largest party in the Duma, their legislature at that time, cheered all this, loved it, loved the revolutionary spirit. If you're wondering why you've never heard of the cadet party, that's because they're all dead. During the revolution, they were the first to be killed by the thugs and Marxist zealots they raised money for and cheered on. That's how this story ends. This is where we're headed. Folks, they are literally using the playbook. And I know I have done this on the podcast before. I know I am. But I am watching it happen again. 
and I can tell you what the next step is. Those who get canceled aren't just canceled on social media. Someone comes to their house, attacks and beats them, and eventually they begin to be killed. And the left celebrates, cheers, winks, and nods. But we're not that far along in the program yet, but we're well on our way. It was key that the jury in the Kyle Rittenhouse case found him not guilty because had they found him guilty even on one one count, it would have sped us along to the execution phase where if you're perceived to be on the wrong side and you encounter a leftist mob, perhaps in your living room or maybe just on the streets, it's okay if they kill you. It's justified. Not maybe legally justified by the laws in the books, but it will be treated as such by the system. That's where the left was taking us. It's why they want to get rid of police. It's why they want to knock down the justice system. It's why they want to keep police scared and constituents even more so. It's the plan. And they're making great progress with the implementation of the ambush attacks. Those will only escalate. You saw a 130% increase in a single year from 2020 to 2021. We'll strap on your seatbelt. It'll go higher next year. This is the left court. With Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.